Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Broadcasting live on the Mix Radio Network. You're listening to Casey Ryan on the cutting room floor. Casey, the floor is yours. Alright, how you doing everybody? Casey Ryan here again for another episode of The Cutting Room Floor, a little podcast that I started to showcase indie entertainers and creative ta- uh, types from all walks. I like to say if you've got a story to tell or a project to sell, uh, then I want to hear from you. So the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Twitter. You can ask anybody that knows me. It's a bit of a weakness because I'm on there all the time. Uh, my Twitter handle is at CuttingRoomMRB, or you can like me on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash CuttingRoomMRB, or you can check out my blog. I haven't been doing much writing this year, but I am going to get back to that. Uh, cutting Room Before podcast at blogspot.com. A uh, quick little thank you, as we always do before we get started here, to the guys over at the Mix, first of all, to, uh, to Jack for giving me a home, uh, and to the Wolf for acting as my announcer every week. You can listen to him and Susan um, every Friday night from 8 o'clock until midnight Eastern Time on the Live from the Morgue show, and I always look forward to my, uh, my invitations that I get from those two to horse around in the morgue. Um, also to Michael Cardello, who uh, composed my track, uh, you know, a great little piece and never charged me a dime for it, but, you know, had it ready in an hour <laughs> and when I said I needed a theme song. So what can I tell you, Michael? I, I'm going to give you credit for this. You're going to get sick of me hearing, uh, you know, saying so about it. Uh, so I'm talking a little bit quickly today because we've got a, I got a lot of material to get through. Um, in addition to, you know, the music segment, I've got the Hollywood rock and wrap up. This is something that I just added over the course of the last couple of weeks, uh, by comedian Jason Hadley, where he just sort of does his little rant about uh, Hollywood news. Um, and I've also got four guests lined up for two interviews. So this, this is going to be fun. So in the first half of the show, uh, just because the Lord hates a coward, <laughs> I'm going to see how much material I can get through. Uh, I've got Jenny Paul, Chelsea Roach, and Monica Cangero, who are the producers. Uh, that reminds me, which is something that I just found out about uh, this week. And this is a web series that um, sort of goes on about the outrageous things that happen uh, when you're with your family. So this sort of a, a new take on a uh, on a family sitcom kind of thing. So uh, without further ado, we can jump right in and talk to uh, uh, you know the three women that I have on the phone. Uh, cutting room for I proudly welcome for the first time, uh, Jenny. Paul, uh, Chelsea Roach, and Monica Cangero. How you doing? Hi. So, okay. So uh, so the first question I always have for everybody, admittedly I didn't get into too many details uh, this time, but it's kind of an icebreaker. Is uh, is that I get your bio information right, or is that close enough? uh, Oh my God, it was perfect. Okay, and and Monica, I didn't go over that with you, but I did pronounce your last name properly, right? Yeah, yeah, Paul is really hard. Yeah, that was really hard. I have difficulty pronouncing it on a daily basis. <laughs> well, I, no, I mean I'm from Quebec, right? So I, you know, not much shit scares me when it comes to that kind of stuff. So you see all kinds of things. <laughs> so I guess we can sort of, you know, jump right into it. Uh, you know, what can you tell us about the web series? Well, as you said, it is a family sitcom. We have a mom and her two daughters that are half-sisters and some extended family members. Mom moves to New York City to uh, be closer to her daughters. Terrorize them. 
<laughs> and insanity happens. Okay, and it's those uh, kind of situations that like you just don't get into with anyone else, you know? That happens with your family because like they have to be there. <laughs> okay, well, you know, throw an example at us. Uh, you know, one of the situations that you'll be handling. Well, the the web series is set up to take place in one day, and we are getting ready uh, to uh, go to an event. And one of the family members doesn't want to go. So we say, no, 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 it's going to be all right. Because don't you remember when? And so it's constantly flashing back to something very relevant to what's going on in the, the period that we've set the, the whole day. Okay, so it, it sort of you know, takes place over the course of the whole day, but you are referencing back to, to other things, right? So, yes. Yeah, crazy, crazy adventures that they got into together. Hence, um, that reminds me. Yeah, hence. Of the time. Ah, there we go. All right. Uh, <laughs> and we flash back to uh, things when the girls were grown and things before the girls were born. We flash back to my college days, and um, yeah, and a wedding. There's a there's a flashback wedding. wedding. Ooh. <laughs> so basically, it's that this this family sort of has the chemistry where when they get together, you know, the the sky opens up and and you know thunder and lightning and rain come down and crazy basically. But um, it ends in rainbows. Always double <laughs> rainbows. <laughs> double rainbows. So 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 basically, um, like a couple of a couple of things might be. There's one episode. Um, called Homeless, where I don't want to do too much spoiler alert, but you flash back to a time when um, when one of the daughters and her Aunt Carol, who's a regular in the show, are, uh, pan are, are, are what's it called? Uh, Panhandling? Yeah, I guess. They're, 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 they're begging. Asking, in, in they're begging in Central Park and dressed as homeless people, and Mom catches them uh, begging and throws a fit in the park. And so it's sort of the you know basically it's the it's the story of of mom catching the the daughters do or the da the sister and the uh, and the aunt doing something crazy. So basically, yeah. And and we feel that it's going to appeal to a lot of people because anybody who has family, anybody who has siblings, is going to recognize themselves in many ways through this. The time their mom did something to thoroughly embarrass them. Yeah. <laughs> time that you know one of the sisters let loose and the other one was shocked and mm -hmm. right so basically it's the, the idea is that, that these are stories that can only happen to people that are sort of not family but sort of um you know that trust each other in such a way that they can get into the you know crazy adventures together and then then all all ends up well but then they can tell the story forever mm -hmm. so with this this family there's always some story there's you know that they have the kind of chemistry that you know, stuff happens to them, basically. Now, I, I got to ask you this, and, and you know, maybe we can sort of do this as a roundtable, but, but, I mean, I'm a huge fan of sitcoms myself. Um, and, I mean, this is a really competitive patch, right? I mean, fiercely competitive. How do you guys, as up-and-comers, and, and, you know, having a project like this, try to stay innovative and, and, and different, I guess? Well, we've gotten really excited with social media. It's opened a lot of platforms for us to reach people. And so, you know, we make sure that we are trying to hit our audience with, like, giving them behind-the-scenes photos and, you know, giving them incentives to sort of get involved and watch our show and, you know, connect. Because, like, that's all it's about is, like, connecting with people and making them, you know, feel something. And we're hoping that the content is going to be a hybrid between what web series are doing and what sitcoms have done in the past. So we're trying to bring in... Um, 
the baby boomer generation yeah, on, so that's, onto the web. That's sort content. of our that's sort of our big exciting thing is that and and we're trying very hard to do this. We this the the series is shooting toward a demographic that's sort of close to the demographic of Modern Family, which is actually a little bit higher in age bracket than a standard web series audience. So it's kind of it's kind of both the challenge and the excitement of our particular series is that this is something that I would love, that my mom would love to watch, that my grandmother would love to watch. And so then the challenge for us becomes how do we get that content to them knowing that 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 the generations are sort of now figuring out what web series are with the rise of Netflix and Amazon Prime and things like this, but um, but they're not quite there yet. So we're sort of on the tip of the iceberg of bringing this sort of content to a generation that doesn't isn't quite there yet. And so that's sort of the big cool thing for us is that we're able to sort of uh, we're we're hoping to be able to sort of bridge that gap a little bit and bring the, bring this kind of content to a generation that is excited to see it but doesn't quite know how to interact with it. And are in the same uh, time crunch situation as the people watching web series now. Everybody's running around very busy and they don't always have the time to sit down and watch that half hour show. So so here's a new option. Well, yeah, and you know, web series like uh, you know, I mean, these are really changing the way that, that stories are told to some extent, right? Because you're cramming a lot of you know really you know cohesive plot lines into less than ten minutes in a lot of cases, right? Exactly. Right. Well, we the way we've been sort of talking about the series is that you know a 22 minute sitcom has the A characters and the B characters, and they and the A characters are the main characters, but they flip to the B to sort of, you know, either fill time or have a secondary plot line. This is basically a sitcom with just A characters. So it's fast and furious and it only takes between five and eight minutes because it's just the A characters, th that one storyline, and then you're out. So it's not too dissimilar from a sitcom. It's just missing the, you know, sort of the second hand, the second part of the content. So I think, you know, people will be people know what this looks like and it's not it's nothing you know we're not reinventing the wheel it's nothing new but it's also it's also fast and furious in a way that can be delivered and you know you can get in and out and maybe binge watch it this sort of thing but that i mean this to me sounds almost like a, and, and this isn't the first time that i've used this analogy but it, it, it's almost like a comic strip mentality when you think about it right <laughs> that, that, yeah. that 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 you can i mean no, i mean if you think of one spot on sir well, it, you know, if you think of it, you know, like you know, peanuts or something like that, it has loads and loads and loads of characters in it, but you can rotate them in and out depending on the jokes that you want to tell, right? Yes, that's that's, that's exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, now, on the subject of which, uh, in addition to your your producer details, I was you know doing my homework and looking at your websites there, and I, I know that all three of you uh, actually have key roles that you're you're acting in this, right? That's correct. Yes, we're the lead producers, um, and we're also mom and two daughters. Right, and um, the lead actors. Yes, the lead actors in the series. And, um, you know, we originally did this as something that we could do as a showcase piece, and it sort of evolved into something way bigger than the three of us. Yes. We probably had, I would say, rough estimate, maybe three to four hundred people work on the series with us over the course of the last year. Three to four hundred? Uh-huh. Really? Wow. Between actors, cast, crew... Um, designers, you know, After Effects, Post, everything, um, and so you know, it's it's it, the story. Once the we have a we have a fourth uh, co-executive producer, Marla, who is also our head writer, and once she, once we got the original scripts, after we sort of came up with the conception, um, we realized that it was it was a story that needed to be told outside of our universe of just wanting to do a showcase piece. Yes. 
and we went, oh wow, this is this is something you know, this is something something worth telling. It's taken in, in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we went, okay, let's go make this happen. Let's raise the money, and we did a Kickstarter campaign um, last year and raised the twenty five thousand dollars we needed to do this. So it became you know it became something that we realized was 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 a story that every that that people relate to and that we needed to do justice to. Now, now you mentioned the uh, the Kickstarter campaign. There's, I, I have a lot of people on the show that, that that go that route. Was that the first time that that all three of you had actually gone the the route of uh, of crowdfunding? Or, or yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it must have yes. been scary, was it? It was scary at moments. I mean, it's such an up and down sort of situation where you get a bunch of people that want to be involved one day, and then you know a day you may not see anything. So we were very lucky. I know not all projects make their money. We were very lucky and we're blessed that we were able to raise all the money that we did. I'm very grateful of that. Um, yeah, we were, I mean, it was just, it, it, you know, people wanted to be involved in this. This turned out to be a way that they, they could on any amount of scale, you know, anything from, you know, putting in a dollar because they just want to be a supporter to, you know, giving real money. It's a way to it was it was our first real way of involving the communities that we're involved with that want to help us, you know, tell the story. Now I get the impression, just uh, you know, from the feel of the room here, is this this probably isn't the first time that the three of you have worked together, is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Actually, it is. Okay, no, um, you, I mean, they sound like old friends, all you know, but well, uh, it's very lovely to hear. Thank you for yes. saying that. <laughs> No. And it's true, but it's not, it's a friendship about two years in the making. I would say this show stemmed from our friendship because there is a very unique quality to the three of us, to the four of us. And, you know, we're all very different, independent, strong women that have different stories to tell. But this story really came out from all of us. Like, all of us have a piece of this pie. So we're lucky that we're so entertaining together for ourselves and for, you know, our audience. <laughs> Well, also, I think I think we this sort of became rather magical right away because we all, you know, we we, we talk about the you know get together with your family and and the the idea that you know crazy things happen when you're with your family. Well, we started hanging out together because we're developing a web series, and all of a sudden, you know, we had the same experience. The sky opened up, and you know, crazy rained down, and the three of us can't go anywhere without a story. Um, and you know, and we just sort of get a kick out of telling them. And, uh, you know. and and the thing is, when they start, we usually make them bigger. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah according what? to you. Know. Oh, we yeah. don't shy away from it. Why? No, no, a healthy amount of exaggeration never hurt a sitcom. I, I mean, oh, oh, if it if it didn't start a sitcom, <laughs> we go there. It's it's yeah. bad. It's really bad. Or it's really good. <laughs> or it's really good. Um, yeah, so that's that's sort of our story. And you know, the three of us are have all been professional actors in the city for quite some time. So you know, theater and and film and television. Um, so this was just sort of you know, it's it's sort of something that we took on producerially. But um, but you know, we've all been doing this for a long time. So yeah. it was just a matter of putting it together. So so let's go back to the start of it then. How, how did the idea come about, and and how did the three of you get together to start working on this? Well. Um, Jenny, uh, Jenny reached out to me to do an acting class in Maine to be actors for a Steve Fairberg class, and we drove up there and we drove back and we instantly had this chemistry that was just entertaining for us <laughs> and for others. And then our dear friend Monica was in class with us, 
And, you know, she sat down and we started telling her all the weird things that had happened to us. And then it started happening to three of us. And we were like, oh, well, it's obviously like all three of us together just have this energy that's very unique. And, you know. And we thought it was different to give it the multi-generational dynamic. They, they came back and were saying, well, we'll be friends. We'll be roommates. And I said, no, be sisters. I'll be your mother. And we'll see what happens. And, and we'll, we went, oh. And we'll bridge a little okay. bit of everything. You know, <laughs> like we have. Janie's Janie's father from a different side that you know Kelsey's father's from so the two girls are you know have their connections but they're very you know everyone's coming from a different point of view and I think that's what's so interesting sort of like the you know modern family dynamic where you know everyone's coming from a different place and we originally met in a scene study class about two years ago and this started year and a half ago so we only knew each other about you know, about six months before we oh, sat down long. and but we dedicated even, our lives yeah I don't <laughs> even think we really knew each other in that class this sort of happened as we were invited to be actors and residents up in Maine for a, for a master class with um, with the the director of photography of uh, the affair and entourage and so we went up there to, to work for him you know and work for that company for a week and kind of get to you know be be artists up there and then all this all this just happened you know we weren't really particularly friends before that we knew we knew each other but didn't you know we weren't we weren't good friends we just knew each other from class so um, so then all of a sudden it sort of spiraled out of control <laughs> into control into control <laughs> now I, 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 I gotta ask you this you know just because I'm, I'm curious about it when I talk to people that are in the comedy business and what kind of humor I, I'll ask each of you individually what kind of humor makes you guys laugh the hardest and, and I guess Jenny we'll start with you um I think this is this the, the show is my kind of humor the 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 situational comedy, like the, you know, something happens because something else happens because something else happens. And it doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, hit you over the head clever or crazy characters so much as, you know, real people getting into real scenarios and having a good laugh about it. I would, I would have to say for me, it's just the incredible cast that we were able to get together. You know, we are lucky to have, you know, Greg Malavy as Grandpa Kelsey, and he's just always a hoot. And then we have Greg Carter as Janie's father, and he is just—he has a—he has a very specific rhythm, and it's very entertaining. I really enjoy his work, and we also—we have so many people that we're just lucky to have aboard that, like, they all have such talented timing of their own, and so it's lucky that we're like we're all together and we sort of like, you know, pinball off each other to find the right moments. I like um, situational comedy as well. I like things based on relationships. I like old-time movies. I like screwball comedies, which, again, are based on the chemistry that happens between people, unexpected and combustible chemistry. Well, no, and, and that's often the funniest, right? Where, where, right. where stuff builds yes. over time, and you know it's, it's basically you know, like a little mini time bomb that's going to go off, but you don't know exactly when, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, now, uh, given the fact that, that you've got so many characters that are that are in here, and, and you're working with finite amounts of time, um, did, did you ever find yourself in a position where where you know one of the actors sort of brought their own energy to it that wasn't necessarily part of the script, but you know, hey, I can make it funnier this way? Um, yes, we and Chelsea just spoke to this a little bit. We our our cast is kind of stellar. We have a really incredible ensemble. Um, she mentioned Greg Malavy. He was the lead in Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, um, the the sitcom in the seventies, which which everybody watched. And so he came in and he based, you know, he 
he uh, everybody wanted to emulate his energy because yeah. he was just so wonderful and generous and and the and character was was written for him so he was able to really take ownership of that and 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 you know show us a thing or two but he's so you know wonderfully generous and then we also have a uh, man Greg Carter who um, who is playing one of one of Janie's fathers uh, Janie's one of the sisters and um, we also have Steve Halk who's playing yeah. Janie's other father who is actually on um, now he's on the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt show okay um, and that happened after we shot this series but um, but he's he's a riot and all of these people just you know basically brought beautiful wonderful energy and they all you know and they all worked with the script and with us there was never any um uh, discord as far as oh let's go in this other direction everybody was was working was I mean, and it I, was I, an I, ensemble i think i think we were very uh, monica and i were all three of us were part of casting but i think we were very good to find people that really understood the role from the get-go so they sort of put their own take on it but really understood where we were coming from and what marla had really put down on paper for us so, so i you mean know, you're, you're all basically swimming there. in the same direction then from the sounds of things exactly but, okay. exactly um, now I, I know that you have the. Uh, I want to make sure we get in a good solid plug for this, but but you guys are you're gearing up for your premiere this summer. Is that right? That's right. Yes, uh, we've we've got a couple of sneak previews coming, and actually we're scheduling a few more. Um, we're sneak previewing this in in upstate in the capital area in Clifton Park, New York, which is where Monica is originally from. Uh, not originally, but more well, recently. That's yeah, um, and um, and we're also we're planning a big a, a very big premiere in New York. Um, we're probably looking at mid July, but there's not a specific date yet. Um, and and um, and then you know, airing it on the web. We're actually we're actually in talks with a couple of um, a couple of distributors and that we're not allowed to talk about. But, but eventually, hopefully, we will be able to um, that are looking to pick up the series um, before we premiere it. Um, so we haven't set an official date yet, but basically it's it's pretty much you know almost packaged, ready to go. Um, so we're you know we're looking at midsummer, and you know it'll be it'll be on the web somewhere. The, the question is where, and we will find out um, as we as we have more of these uh, as we have more of these distribution meetings. Uh, now, in, in terms of the uh, the format, how many episodes have have you guys completed? Seven episodes, ranging from five to seven minutes an episode. Okay, and are you going to be releasing them all at once or over a period of weeks? All at once. All at once. Yes. Okay, We've great. created a sort of like, you know, the idea of the binge watching that Orange is the New Black came out with of this, like, get it at once, see it at once, continuously watch it, you know, and, and just really connect with it. So it's, it's definitely created in that way. Okay, and I know that there are some fairly strong opinions for, for one versus the other. Do you guys have any opinions over, you know, say the time day release and the fact that you know, people need to savor things before they watch another episode versus you know, being able to, as Kevin Spacey said, and I've quoted this often, uh, being able to open all your Christmas presents at once? <laughs> I mean, it's a good feeling. <laughs> it is, right? <laughs> really like Personally, Christmas. I like eating all the cookies at once. <laughs> well, all the cookies. We have Christmas and Hanukkah involved in ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's a yeah. you got a bit of a multicultural. Um, I think you know. I think we we've talked about this you know at length as as we've decided to do it this way. And and the the show is built with in such a way that it's it's an arc that that's much easier to follow one thing you know in a binge watch. That being said, 
um, each episode will be also distributed separately within, so people can, you know, they can go and watch one, and if they, you know, if they don't want to commit to the whole thing, you know, oh, maybe episode three is the funniest thing you've ever seen, so that's an option for you to go watch that one. Um, I think... I think mostly it's because it's it's sort of following in this idea of the Netflix series where, you know, people if they get excited about it, they'll they'll just watch it and you know, and then all the and all of a sudden that, you know, oh the unbreakable uh, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt or Orange is the New Black, all of a sudden, you know, you have to watch this and, and you can you can you can get through it in under an hour. And so it can be, you know, more like a movie watching experience than a than a television watching experience if that's you know if that, if you want to sit down with a glass of wine in front of your you know TV Chromecast whatever and um and watch it and you know and 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 invest in it in that kind of way do you think that this is the the kind of thing that that has the potential to be built on either into say a traditional you know sitcom format or or even bigger into a film Yes, yes, I mean, there's absolutely. so much content, you know, there's so much going on, there's so many characters, but there's still a clear point of view, so, you know, I think yes is the answer to that, I think it could it could go many different directions. And we have lots of material to pick from because the stories keep happening. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's true, and also, we, we also originally wrote a 13-episode series that we cut to seven for, you know, production so value part, reasons yeah. to make sure that we could really do it justice, um, but the stories keep coming you know we we spend you know maybe maybe three three to four days a week together and there's at least one story per day <laughs> at least one so 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 how closely are you borrowing on your own experiences or i mean if i can go there <laughs> well i mean it was, it was the jumping off point it was i mean oh, it was uh, okay originally jenny and chelsea and monica were gonna be our names and then we realized we really needed that separation and so jenny became Janie, chelsea became kelsey and monica became elaine uh and so we were able you know we were able to create a distance because yes a lot of this stuff is feeding from our real lives um we are not real family but we're about as close as you can get people mistake us for family all <laughs> the time i mean Monica and I were going shopping for food for set, you know, and this woman comes up and says, I, I, I think I've upset your mother. She says something to me and I was just like, okay, like, I get it. I get it. My mother know. in Texas. We, I mean, we all have this sort of, you know, energy together that I understand where people take I'd it I'd say from. the stories are fiction, but the chemistry is very real. Well, and I mean, when we did our presentation, they were like, oh, you are a family, right? We're like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> well, I mean, you had me fooled. I thought you'd been working together for years, right? So, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's called chemistry, and I love it. <laughs> okay, I, I am going to take a quick pause here. I think I'm going to try to get uh, Michael into the coma, I guess, in the second half, if you, right. if you can bear with me for a second here. Thank you. All right, uh, let's see if uh, Michael's around. Um, now I'll ask you this, uh, you know, not even uh, knowing how the, the the first season is going to be received, do you guys have plans to, to do a second season of it? Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> We were we were uh, we were we were noticing that his uh, that his name is Italian film guy and we were getting a kick out of that because uh, that's that's right up our alley. But yes, uh, we we do have plans to do a second season, but we really want to get this one done. We want to get it out there. We want to make sure that you know we do everything we can 
to um, but to offer the best story, the best product that we can create. That we can and, create and on our low budget and not in you know with what we're doing. So we want to make sure that season one is is as beautiful as it possibly can be, and then and then, we'll and then, we'll then the seeds of season two that are all planted in our brains, and of course Marla's will grow. <laughs> But and we have to, these ones that get planted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, you, you kind of touched on this before, but but uh, sort of what are your plans to, to go public with this? And you mentioned that you were looking at some kind of, you know, large-scale premiere. I mean, how, how large are you talking about, or can you even discuss that um, at this point? We're, it's, it, it's all a bit up in the air, but we're planning on premiering at one of the, one of the big theaters in Chelsea, um, in, in New York City, and... and, and basically, you know, buying, you know, selling out, I guess, quote unquote, selling out, giving out, um, if you will, the, the entire theater and doing it and doing a premiere party with press. Um, so we're sort of, we're sort of ramping up to that. But, um, but I mean, I think our biggest thing is going to be, you know, whether or not a couple of these distribution things and, and things come through for us and, and, you know, we can, we can throw as big of a, an in-person premiere as, you know, as anybody likes, but I think, um, I think, it, you know, it'll be if we can get one of the major, um, one of the major content distributors on board with us, then that's the, that's what we're really looking for. So, you know, whether it's a weird, where it's a big online premiere, whether it's, you know, an in-person one with an online premiere, um, we want to make sure that we do as much as we can to, you know, to explore those avenues, I guess. Yeah. Uh, another question. Okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, we seem to have a bit of a feedback there. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that was, but uh, uh, another concept that you had that I thought was kind of an interesting idea was the uh, the photo album, right? That um, you even sort of allowed people to sort of, in a weird kind of way, get into the heads of, of of the characters that you've got before you even you know give them a voice in the traditional sense. Well, create that sort of like visual platform of like, you know, the the very specific characters that we have, you know. And it also goes along with family and family photo albums. And you always, there's always someone taking happens. a photo. Right. And hopefully everybody's looking in the right direction. But probably you know, not. But probably not. <laughs> and, and, and the more family you get involved, the harder it is to wrangle everyone. That's so you see like with... Each family member that's added on to whichever episode, when we have we have a Thanksgiving episode where everybody's there, it was just like, it was genius and madness. Uh, if it's okay with you, I, I'd kind of like to run long because uh, we seem to be having a connectivity issue with my other guests, but I, I'd like to come back and give you guys another chance to uh, to promote any kind of links or websites or anything like that and maybe talk about uh, uh, the level of engagement that you've had on social media with people and what that's been like for you. Can you stick around uh -huh. for a few more minutes? Of course. Yes, that'd be great. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little bit of a break. I'm going to ask you guys to please mute up. And we're going to play the uh, the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up by Jason Hadley. Um, and a great piece of music by uh, a, a talented artist uh, who's hopefully is going to be on the show in the next little while, Jamie Wyatt. And we're going to play a song called Dope Fiend. And, and she's been featured on TV. And uh, I'm really looking forward to having her on as well. And we're going to be back with, uh, with Jenny Paul, Chelsea Roach, and Monica Cangero. So we'll just get my new toys out here and we'll see what we got. It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up with your host, Jason Hadley. Feeling disrespected by jokes in the script, Native American actors walked off the set of Adam Sandler's new comedy, The Ridiculous Six. 
Understandably upset, the Native American people are of course widely known for their reservations. Previously just a stage name, a judge ruled that singer Frank Ocean can now use it as his legal name from here on out. If you recall, Frank publicly confessed his attraction to men back in 2012. So it's safe to assume if you want to be in this ocean, you're gonna need a bigger boat. Liza Minnelli's back to work following the success of her most recent rehab stint. Maybe now should just be a time to relax. You know, take a chill pill. Ooh, wait a minute. This is awkward. Vin Diesel confirmed an eighth installment in the Fast and Furious franchise. Then again, we really shouldn't be surprised, as most things powered by Diesel traditionally get a lot more mileage. And that's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Wrap Up.
And that was Dope Fiend uh, by Jamie Wyatt. And, of course, we had Jason Hadley checking in with the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up. And i got to tell you, I've been listening to Jamie Wyatt music uh, pretty much all morning, and I am very quickly becoming a big fan of hers. Uh, so thanks to Michael D'Urso for uh, pointing her in my direction. I really look forward to having Jamie on in the next few weeks. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm told I'm getting a CD, too, so this is cool. Um, uh, ladies, what did you think of that? Liked it a lot. It was really good. No, I know. Fun. Uh, that was, uh, was dancing to it. You can't see that on the air, but it was there. There was a there was a whole room full of dancing. No, it was no. It, 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 she's got a really good uh, voice, I thought, and you know, a nice big sound to it too. So uh, the kind of thing you can picture yourself singing on a car ride, you know. So. Um, so we were talking, we were talking about the premiere and what you guys were getting ready to do, uh, with that. But, um, and first of all, I also want to say that I, I did hear, hear from, um, uh, my, um, excuse me here, uh, Michael Rossi, who, uh, sent me a quick email right now saying that, uh, he's encountered an emergency and unfortunately he's not going to be able to make it, but we'll be rescheduling over the course of the next little while. So again, thanks to Michael for, uh, at least giving me a quick heads up there. Uh, and we were talking again with uh, with Jenny Paul, Chelsea Roach, and Monica Cangero about that reminds me of a new web series that's about to uh, uh, take its first bow um, on the internet this summer. And uh, so I guess what can you tell us about the level of interaction that you've had on, on social media and, and what that experience has been for you? Um, well, it's, it's been actually really interesting. Um, so we have we have a Facebook and we have a Twitter and we have a and we have an Instagram and those are the three that we've been doing most of our uh, doing most of our our you know networking with and what I'm finding interesting is is actually the most interesting Facebook is is a lot of our people and our you know interactions with people that we already know and people that are friends of the production um, so. Um, but Twitter has been really fascinating because we've been able to talk to more people about the concept of bringing this to baby boomers, which has been really interesting. We have a lot, we have a lot of following from people that do mommy blogs, which I find fascinating. Um, and so we do a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of back and forth thing about, about, you know, talking about what kind of content, you know, what kind of content it is and, and bringing it to people that are, that are, um, that are not necessarily, in the standard web series demographic, which my understanding of is, you know, about age 15 to about age 28, something like that. Um, so that's, that's been the most fascinating is that we have this random following of, of mommy bloggers and also people that are, that are into modern family, um, the, the show itself. Um, and, and we're also, um, we're also part of a co-working space in New York City called the Wix Lounge, um, and we, we're we're a resident company, so we actually work, you know, during during the week at this office at the Wix Lounge, and um, they're they're largely um, supportive of startups, and so we're sort of an interesting version of a startup. So we also have a big following of people that are involved in startup companies, which is another, you know, interesting, interesting connection because we never sort of considered ourselves that, but I guess effectively we are as we're, you know, we're a media entertainment startup. So we have a lot of, um, a lot of startups that are, that are interacting with us on Twitter. Well, and you're a startup in the sense that you are, you know, starting up a, a production company around this basically, right? Yeah, Absolutely. So I'm, a, I mean that you know from that from that dynamic uh, you know being in the business world myself I mean I could you know sort of get that mentality that that you know I mean everybody likes to consume some kind of entertainment on on some level so it would be interesting for 
you know, somebody who had more of a traditional business background to see what you guys are doing, I would think. That's why I started this show in the first place. Right. <laughs> so. right. It's a, you know, everything with startups is about media content. Yeah, and exactly. And so what we specialize in is media content. So it's, it's, been, it's been really interesting. And, yeah, we are a production company. It's Potatoes Tomatoes LLC is our production company, which uh, this is our first project in that production company. But, um but yeah, so so technically, I guess we are a startup, and that's kind of been really cool. Is getting to know people in the business world that aren't necessarily doing what we're doing, but have a similar you know outlook and mentality and sort of you know gutsiness and kind of just getting out there and doing what they're trying to do. Right. Being able to trade perspectives, their business perspective and our entertainment perspective, and giving them ideas about how to present things and getting business ideas from them. Now, uh, all, all three of you at some level have, have sort of mentioned the whole modern family analogy, or, and I'm a huge fan of the show myself, but are all three of you fans of that uh, sitcom? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah? Who, who's your favorite character? Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm a, a bit of a fan of, uh, was this Phil Dunphy? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I love that storyline. I think it's great. I love the storyline, but it's Claire. It's the wife uh -huh. that I... That I, I love and hate at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you did that. Oh, I've done that. That kind of thing. Um, um, no, I, actually, all of them. You know, every yeah. time I turn it on once in a while just to see, you know, I'm... I'm I absolutely love the dynamic. Yeah, the, I just, you know, and, and it's not something that I necessarily binge watch, anything like that, but... You know, I'll turn it on when, you know, when I've got nothing else to watch or it's on. And then, you know, within 30 seconds, I'm already, you know, not laughing out loud, but like having a good chuckle to myself about whatever's going on. And I go, you know, it's just so well written. The thing is so well written and every relationship is very well developed and established. And these people, again, it's in a similar way to us. They really love each other. And that's where all of the crazy comes from is this sort of love and this this epic chemistry that they have because they're... You know, they're proud about something, they're, they're on their high horse about something, whatever that thing is, it doesn't matter, it, it's whatever those things are, they're firmly rooted in the fact that they're, that they love each other, and that's what's so kind of lovely about that yeah. show. And it, we didn't start out going, I mean, the, the modern family analogy happened after we, we created what we created, we went, oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah. exists, but here's a new format for it. Here's yeah. a new platform we really, for it. We really let it develop itself, and then we sort of figured out what what things it correlated to because it really wasn't inspired by something else. It was inspired, it was inspired by, by us. By us. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, you guys are taking a, a new slant on it in the sense that, that uh, you, you are going, you know, taking the whole notion of memories on it and, and bringing it yes. back to, to other things that happened in the past, right? Where yeah, and our format's a little, I mean, yes. we're constantly showing the flashbacks and it's set in like a 24, like an, a, a one-day thing. So it's... Yeah, it's a little different format. And it was very interesting and fun to film the other decades, to film the oh, 80s, gosh, to film the 70s, <laughs> to, to set that up and, and get it, the aesthetic for it. Especially as actors, um, producers and actors, you know, the producer, Jenny and I got to be producers on those flashbacks where they were for like, you know, 80s were for, for Monica's character. Because we technically as actors weren't weren't born, our characters weren't born <laughs> yet. So Mom you know, was telling the story. We really got to be involved in a completely different way. And that was really exciting to, to you know, really get to be involved as a producer completely on those on those certain sets. Well and I find that, you know, when you when you go and I'm 
dating myself a little bit, but but to 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 be able to to reach back a little bit and and kind of hit that button once in a while is really one of the most accessible ways to to draw in some of the people that are outside of your targeted demographic really right that if you can make a a convincing 80s joke or something like that that, that you know somebody's gonna but if you really the actually hair was there that's yeah. all i have to say yeah right <laughs> the hair was there yeah no and and our production design was really really beautiful for these things and you know and I and I I hope and that you know I, I I can't speak from personal experience, but I hope I hope that we hit on what you know sort of what that felt like a little bit, so that we can you know we can strike some chords in some places. Um, that we you know we tried to make sure that the costumes were 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 accurate you know to what would have been happening then, and you know to accurate to the characters, but also accurate to the time period. Yeah. Um, and also the wardrobe you know, the sets, was gorgeous, sort of though, especially that '80s flashback wedding. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> we have. Oh, a, okay, no, I, I gotta hear. I gotta. I gotta hear this. Come on, let, 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 you know, details. Oh, yeah, right. uh, have, can like, I just say powder blue tux? Oh, oh god! Oh, there were there were powder blue tuxes. So there's a there's a there's a flashback to a a shotgun wedding um, that mom is. Uh, that mom is participating in, and I can't really say much more than that. But I can say that um, that it 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 that it involved blue powder tuxedos and so and Janie's two fathers. Yes, <laughs> and Janie's two fathers. That's yeah. There we go. And uh, in Central Park is it, it was stunning. I mean, it was. We're very lucky to get to film outside in Central Park. It's so there are some stills um, from that day yeah. up on the website. Yeah, and, and also on Instagram. Yes, it, definitely Instagram. We're, and our, our hashtag or our tag is at TRM the series. So that reminds me. And essentially, me the Janie character is there. Yeah, <laughs> she, in a, in a way, in a rather big way. In a big way. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell from the pictures what that way is. <laughs> Uh, we're we're getting down to the uh, so sort of the end part of this here, but I just want to make sure we get in a good solid plug for both the uh, the website and any individual Twitter accounts or any other projects that you may be working on individually. If you want to, uh, you know, take the floor for for that for a couple of minutes. Uh, so uh, I guess Chelsea, if we could start with you, uh, where can people get a hold of you? Um. Oh well. Um. We have our Instagram, which is at TRM the series. And then we have our Twitter at TRM the series, our hashtag TRM the series. Um, I also use hashtag that reminds me. Um, and then we have that reminds me the series.com. And so those are the ways to reach us through the series. And, um, you know, you can contact us to reach us individually or. Okay, uh, we seem to be having an issue with Skype. And uh, I'm just going to keep going on here, uh, hoping that I'm still connected through my EdCast. And uh, I'm going to try to wrap this up, and we're going to try to get back on the Skype here. All right. Uh, if you're with me.
Yeah, I think I'm still broadcasting live and recording, but we uh, we seem to have lost the Skype connection again. We were talking with uh, with Jenny Paul, uh, Chelsea Roach, and Monica Cangero, and I'm going to try to get them right back on the line here for uh, the last couple of minutes to say goodbye. Uh, again, uh, my apologies to uh, to Michael Rossi, but he did notify me saying that he was actually uh, sort of indisposed with a family situation, and he's actually going to be uh, back sometime soon. Uh, yeah. This is not the kind of way I wanted to end the show, but we're doing what we can here. All right. And I'm going to try to call and get them back on. All right. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh. We, we got disconnected there. Are you guys still there? Yeah, we're still okay. here. How, how far did we get before we got to uh, One of you, I think it was Chelsea, was sort of mentioning the uh, her individual Twitter account or something. Oh, okay. Basically, um, uh, basically we're at www.thatreminds-me-the-series.com, which has access to all the social media, but also we're hashtag and um, and also at TRM the series for Instagram and also for Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, so Facebook.com hashtag slash TRM the series. So that's we've used the same tag for all mediums that we've used, uh, just to keep it simple and keep it connected. Okay, and uh, any closing thoughts before we uh, we kind of wrap up for the day here? Just thank you to you, Casey. Uh, thank you for having us, um, and thank you for sharing what we love to do with everyone else. It means a lot. And I'd, I'd like to thank all three of you for uh, kind of allowing me to run long on, uh, on short notice like that. Oh, great. Right. We're happy, happy to talk and Thank time. you so much. <laughs> really appreciate it. All right, so that's going to about do it for us this week. I'm going to be back next week. Uh, I'm going to be checking in with an old friend, uh, Amanda Pennington, is going to be here. That's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, Irish musician Barry Hughes, who I've played on the show a couple of times, is also going to be here. Um, so until then, uh, on behalf of my guests, uh, Jenny Paul, Chelsea Roach, and Monica Cangero, with, a, again, another brief apology to Michael Rossi, and a quick thank you to The Wolf and Michael Cardello. Uh, you've been listening to Casey Ryan and to Jamie White, I should add, and Jason Hadley for their content. You've been listening to Casey Ryan on the cutting room floor, and I'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Cut, print, wrap, and I am done. That was another edition of The Cutting Room Floor with your host, Casey Ryan. Follow Casey on Twitter at Cutting Room MRB and on Facebook, The Cutting Room Floor. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.